Men jag måste fara en sån en dålig spirit hon gade man. Today the the Sunday that is before Great Lent, allu salam tibin. The church to prepare us for getting into a spiritual fast. Pick this passage from. I would I would dare to call it the the most important passage of maybe the whole Bible, the Sermon on the Mount, where our Lord Jesus Christ spoke of how should we fast, how should we pray, how should we do charitable deeds, how should we be giving. And definitely I'm going to focus on fasting. But the question that stuck in my head, that was stuck in my head is not about this passage, but another passage when a, a guy who has his son was demon-possessed. And he went to the disciples and asked the disciples of Christ to heal him, to free him from, from the, the, the demon. And they couldn't. So he went to Jesus and said, My Lord, my son is suffering. And I went to your disciples and they couldn't cast the demon out. He said, bring him. And he cast the demon out. And then the disciples went to him privately and asked, Why couldn't we cast the demon out? So then Jesus spoke of faith first. He told, he told them, because of your unbelief. If you had faith, or enough faith, or a faith like a mustard seed, you would have been able to ask a mountain, to move from here to there and it will move. So the first problem, faith. And then he said, however, this kind cannot be cast out or cannot go out except by, by, by prayer and fasting. So the question that sticks to me here I mean, we, we spoke a lot of, about prayer. No one argues about the importance of prayer. I don't think. We might not be praying enough. But I, I haven't heard arguments about why should we pray. There might be some arguments about why should we pray by the Agbeya. But not the concept of prayer. However, when it comes to fasting, the question becomes more complicated. Why do we need to fast? Our fasts are too long. However, in this passage that I just mentioned, Jesus put prayer and fasting at the same level, at the same feet. He said, this kind, demons, cannot be cast out except by prayer and fasting. He put them at the same level, at least on that context. 
And he made fasting as powerful as prayer. We understand prayer. That's why again, people are not asking, why do we pray? Because prayer is a connection with God. You ask, we, we, need, we know that we need things. And we put the, our needs before God. That's prayer. So we understand this. But when it comes to fasting, why eating a veggie patty versus a cheeseburger? Why would that matter? Right? I mean, today we're going to go to Wendy's or maybe a fancier uh, restaurant and grab a nice meal for those who's going to fast tomorrow. Then tomorrow we're going to go to Subway and ask for a veggie patty. Why would that matter? But again, Jesus said that. This kind cannot be cast out except by prayer and fasting. Which at least, again, on that context, they are equals. I don't want to make a case why do we need to fast. But I'm going to try to wrestle with that question. Why Jesus, when he spoke of casting out demons, put them at the same level? I'm going to begin by saying that we are sinful. We have a corrupt nature. It's not completely corrupt. Yes, it was renewed by baptism. However, we still struggle with our old man. And man here is not a gender, man here is, is nature. We, we, but this is the, 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 the word used in the Bible. Our old man, we are, we, are, we are sinful. We have that sinfulness element. And because of that, we need discipline. We need self-denying. And self-denying should remind you of that one condition, that only one condition that Jesus Christ put as a condition for following him. If anyone wants to follow me, he should deny himself. Deny himself and bear his cross and follow me. Deny himself. It's a way, it's the simplest way, the simplest form, the very first step to tell yourself, no, you're not going to do that. I thought of what I'm going to speak about today. And I had that idea and then I took it back last minute. I was thinking to give a sermon about why we shouldn't fast. And I'm going to use a lot of the arguments that I have accumulated throughout the years from people. Why fast? 55 days. Why shouldn't we get from the beginning? Why shouldn't we skip the first week? Why shouldn't we keep only the Holy Week and maybe we can add another week? And all of these arguments. And I wanted you to think of how bad it sounds. But then I, I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. But speak positively. Why should it be a big thing that we cannot give up something for the sake of God? Give up something about the kind of food. I know, for someone who is living on campus, for someone who is living by himself or herself, for finding vegan food is not that easy. But it's a sacrifice of love. I think you, you all 
get to know Abuna the late Abuna Lua Cedarus. And I, since we we knew him and we know his extended family, so one of his family members was saying in a family gathering, they are they, they, he had a, a large family. So the many generations, his siblings, his kids, and, and the, the second generation, the, 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 the grandkids, and they were speaking about fast and how long are fasts, and, and they kept speaking of all what we are used to speak about concerning fast. And then he said two words, remember, it's a sacrifice of love. It's a sacrifice of love. That's why we offer it as a sacrifice of love. As a sacrifice of love. Why would we not begin the fast from the very beginning? I know it, it has no seafood. It's not as easy as the nativity fast. However, I don't think we should... This should be the very first step in denying ourselves. I'm not reducing denying ourselves to changing the kind of food or the diet we are eating. But I'm saying it's the, first, the very first step. If you are only concerned of changing the kind of food, yes, this is not what God wants. But when we offer this little tiny thing that we give up for Him, yes, it's pleasing to Him. Because, not because He's concerned of the kind of food you put on your plate, but because he's concerned that you are denying himself, yourself for him. For him. Because when we, we deny ourselves, only when, that's when only we can start loving. That's why the more someone used to please himself or herself, the more they are not ready to love. I'm going to sidetrack here. Speaking of marriage, we, there is a fascination in our days about counseling, premarital course, courses, and that's a very beneficial thing. However, if someone grew as self-centered, which is a plague of our culture. Culture is, is focusing on the self. What pleases you? So if someone grew self-centered, grew focusing on himself or herself only, I don't, what courses can you teach someone and they're going to listen to a course, 10 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours of the best speakers, of the best concept, Christian counseling. How they can change and learn to deny themselves to be able to love. I know I'm not saying if you fasted then you learned how to deny yourself. But again I'm saying it's the very first step. Another idea. Again I'm not trying to make a case why we fast. But I'm saying why God put fasting at the same level as prayer. A second idea is that... Fasting is, is a way to, to say that I, I want to be a Christian. 
I'm not saying if you're not fasting you're not a Christian But I'm saying You are saying I'm, I'm, I'm making clear Who am I If the church is, is, is fasting Then how can I not be If the church is fasting Why should I not be For what purpose Because Sorry, I cannot give up the, 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 the milk or the egg or whatever, the steak. I, I, that's why I, I thought to speak of why shouldn't we, we fast. So I, and, and you can feel how it might sound bad. So, if it's, it's an identity. It's part of the identity. I'm not saying it is the identity, but it's part of the identity. If I'm identifying myself as a Coptic Orthodox Christian, a churchly person, and, and I listen to the sermon, I come to the liturgy, how can I come out of here and say, no, 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 I'm not going to fast tomorrow. Again, I'm not trying to push you to fast. But I hope we start to make the decision. I remember someone was in high school and his conversion, I would call it conversion, he was Christian. So conversion means someone who is converting from a, a belief or a disbelief or a atheism to Christianity. But sometimes we experience conversion even as Christians. So I know that person and he started to go to church, he wasn't a churchly person. And he started to go to church. And one of the things he never forgets, that during that conversion, he was, this was before Jonah's fast. And his family didn't use to, to fast. So he decided that he's going to begin by fasting Jonah's fast. And then Great Land, from the very beginning. And since then... He, he is fasting. He started to shape a new identity. I am a Christian. I'm a churchy, a churchy person. How can I not fast? I think it's, that's, that's one, one other thing. Why we, we should fast. Again, again I'm not, I'm not uh, conflicting with myself by saying that. I'm not making a case, but I'm saying why is it that important? Why Jesus put it as important as prayer? A third thing. I mean, it's... We are... We, are, we need to discipline, as I said in the beginning. And St. Paul has a nice analogy to sports. I know we, we all love sports. And St. Paul mentioned sport, sports in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. He said, don't you not know that those who run in a race, all run. So, in a race, all the, the, the participants on the race, they run. But one received the prize. So we know that one only won the first place. So, he's saying out of that analogy, run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate. Temperate means self 
disciplining. You discipline yourself. We need discipline. We need discipline to study. We need discipline to work. We need discipline to have a good diet. We need discipline to, to be healthy. We need discipline for everything. If you want to achieve anything, we need discipline. St. Paul is saying, whoever or everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. In all things. And again, the very first step is what you eat. Reminding ourselves that the very first sin was eating. And the very first temptation that Jesus went through was eating. He, the devil tempted him by eating, but definitely he told him, we, are not, we, we don't live by, by what we eat, but we live by the word of God. And then St. Paul goes on to say, now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. The people who compete, they do it for a perishable crown. The one who is the, the best athlete who won the, 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 the first place, he or she might do it for three times, four times, and someone who got the, the Olympic Games for four, five times, they will say the champion of, our, of all time. But, but then, there must be someone else who's going to be better. This person is going to be old. And someone is going to replace him or her. So they do it for a, to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown. One last, last thing. Christ himself. He fasted 40 days. That's why we fast this great Lent. And we give it all the reverence. All the reverence. reverence because Jesus himself fasted 40 days. And he did it right after baptism. And by fasting, he was prepared as a human. He was pre prepared to, to face the devil and defeat him. That's why this kind cannot go out except by prayer and fasting. So Jesus Christ himself in the flesh, he fasted. How come that we argue that we... we we're going to skip a week, two weeks, three weeks, and, and you know that, that bargaining. Again, definitely, I wish that we all make that decision, young and old, that food shouldn't be that big in our lives. It's, it's a need, but it's not, it shouldn't be a desire. It shouldn't be a driving force. So I hope that we all make that decision. However, we make it because we need that, because of we are churchly people. Also, as, as you may know that I love C. Slows, and, and from the devil's perspective, C. Slows was writing that the devils would look to, to human beings as animals, and they want us as animals, I'm sorry to say, but that's from the devil's perspective. He, want, he wants us to forget that we have bodies, and our bodies affect us. That's why when we please our bodies by eating whatever we want, our bodies will not be obedient to us. Our desires will be triggered. We, we, we will be less able to discipline our desires. That's why we need to fast. We need to fast. It's nice to have seasons. That's a nice season. We all know that Great Lent is a spiritual, one of the best spiritual seasons of the year.
We love seasons. Now in March, we, we have seen how terrible it was February, right? Snowstorm every other day. And now we enjoy the, it was 44 yesterday, but sunny and nice and all the people are walking on, on the streets. New season. We love seasons. It's the, this is a, season, a great season. The spring. Not just the spring time, but the spring of spiritual life. I hope we all uh, begin a blessed fast and we do it spiritually. We meet with our Heavenly Father who sees in secret and, and rewards us uh, openly and glory be to God forever.